You know, I like my words, right? I play Wordle. I still play Wordle. I don't know if anyone else still does. I still do. It's like a daily thing I do. Uh, I do crosswords sometimes, not as many as I used to, because I can't get them in the paper anymore. Speaking of analog, I really dislike doing crosswords digitally. I, I just don't find it to be the same experience at all. So now that I can't really get them in the paper, not the New York Times ones, I, I, I kind of stop. But I do like them. But I have to confess, as much as I pay attention to words, I was scratching my head a bit yesterday when I saw the Oxford Dictionary's Word of the Year for 2022. Um, a few changes this time around. In the past, when they chose words such as selfie or vape or post-truth, um, they were chosen by a panel of experts. This time around, they chose three finalists, those same experts, quote-unquote, room of experts, and they put those to a vote online. The contestants were Metaverse, Hashtag I Stand With, and Goblin Mode. And it was the latter that won by a landslide. I mean, a landslide, 90%, more than 90%. And I don't, didn't, wasn't really that familiar with, I mean, I'd heard the term, but I wasn't that familiar with it. Like, oh, it wasn't like, oh yeah, goblin mode, of course, 90%. Which is ironic that, that 90% of people got up to vote for that word, considering the whole notion of the word is to be self-indulgent and not do something like bother to vote for a word in a contest like this one. So what is it? Well, someone will explain that to us in better terms than I will, but I'll give it a little shot. It's something that everyone can relate to. It's defined as a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Which sounds like a bit of a loaded, like a loaded word to me. I mean, it can be quite, it feels like it could be quite broad. I sort of thought, okay, you know, maybe I'll sit and watch Netflix all afternoon instead of going and doing you know, going for doing exercise or something. And maybe I'll order a pizza instead of making dinner like I said I would. Maybe that's that's goblin mode. But it sounds like it might be even more than that. But anyway, we'll we'll let we'll let Oxford explain themselves. It does though apparently speak very much to the ethos of 2022, which why it was, was so popular, you know. Um Almost everyone chose the same words the past two years. It was pandemic two years ago and vax or vaccine last year. So it's nice to see them all diverge this year and choose different things. And this one is sort of the, we won't call it post-pandemic because the COVID, there's a lot of COVID out there these days. Um, but it certainly is the post-lockdown version of what we're supposed to be. All that pressure of Zoom meetings and Instagram and so on. Well, joining us now to explain is Casper Grathwall. He's president of Oxford Languages at Oxford University Press. Casper, thank you. Oh, thanks for having me, Ben. It's interesting to see that you uh, left this up to the to the great public to decide this year. Uh, what, what led to that decision? We did. we did. Well, you know, I mean, usually we go through the process and we examine the evidence and the editors at Oxford University Press. We sit down and we debate the the, you know, which word we think uh, should be the winner. And that last step this year, we decided to open it up because, look, it's been a hard three or two or three years, you know, where, where we're kind of post-pandemic in some ways, but it's left us a little threadbare. And the process is one that brings us a lot of joy. It's a, it's a really fun, you know, and engaging activity for us. And so we thought, why not let's let that last step be opened to word lovers everywhere and let people experience a little bit of the debate around thinking about language and the year. It's, it's, it's fun to do. It's something that 
and again, can bring a little joy to people's lives. And we, you know, we weren't sure how uh, it would be received. And we've had an overwhelming response. It's been really amazing. People clearly engaged with this and found it something that they wanted to think about um, this time of the year. Yeah, it was interesting because uh, clearly terms like metaverse, hashtag I stand with are ones that you would think would get a lot of popular support. But mm-hmm. goblin mode, a word which I which I term which I knew but didn't think of in the same yeah. breath as say metaverse, which we talk about a lot. Yeah. Uh, but goblin mode was the overwhelming winner. I mean, it, 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 landslide. It was. I mean, almost 350,000 votes, which was uh, unexpected. Um, and even more people debating the choices on our social media channels. And Goblin Mode was by far the favorite. Almost 90% of the votes came in for Goblin Mode. And, you know, there were big campaigns that various online magazines and others uh, really pushed for. And in second place was Metaverse, which I think um, in particular, a couple of crypto communities were really pushing for Metaverse um, and trying to get people in their circles to to vote in that direction. But clearly it didn't have a huge impact because um, Goblin Mode was the overwhelming favorite. When you went into this as the panel who decided what words would be would be put up there, the three, mm-hmm. the final three, just so to speak, did you have a favorite going in? Did you have one you thought would probably win? I mean, when you, you know, look at the previous previous years, you would think maybe Metaverse would be the would be the favorite going in. Maybe I have to I have to admit that I I had thought Metaverse would probably do pretty well. I mean, you know, when you think about where we're heading as a digital society and our lives being more and more virtual, you know, this march towards the metaverse, you know, I just thought it probably people would think, yeah, that, you know, we have been talking a lot about the metaverse this year. And that word um, feels like it sums up the word the year. But unexpectedly, I think goblin mode also really summed up the year for a lot of people, a lot of people who felt like, you know, I'm, tired of the pressure of these idealized curated selves that we're supposed to put forward on our Instagram feeds and on TikTok and things like that. It feels like we're at a point where rather than just show your best self, you also want to show your real self. And people responded really well to that. So goblin mode clearly also captured a lot of the mood of the year. Yeah, it's amazing that a word that's sort of describe sort of self-indulgent slovenly behavior found 93% of people, 93% of more than 300,000 people actually taking the time to go on and vote, which is yeah. in of itself a bit of a proactive, <laughs> proactive way. Well, of it doing is. Things. It's, it, you're right. It's not very yeah. goblin mode-ish. It isn't. Right? Not you know? at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's, that's very true. What does it no, mean? No, goblin mode. I mean, so, so as you sort of said, it, it, it's really that behavior that's unapologetically self-indulgent, you know, maybe a little slovenly or lazy. It's the idea of, you know, it's when, you're sitting on the couch in your pajamas, you know, eating a bag of chips and a pint of ice cream and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, you know, it's, it's this idea that we are not always these images that are put forward out there that kind of, you know, are all polished. We're, we've got dents in us and we're also just real. And I think that it's interesting how it resonated with people and how online communities have felt a real relief when they share these, these real images and these real experiences of themselves and others respond to it well. So, you know, I think goblin, that, that concept of goblin mode, it clearly it needed a word or a phrase that really captured what that, what that other end of the spectrum from the kind of curated uh, idealized world is. And that goblin mode really, you know, has, has resonated with people. 
Yeah. Where does it come from? I mean, I, I, I can't even remember when I first heard it. You know, you think of it as a, as a neologism, like a new word, you know, that, that came about this year. But I think we've been tracking um, this. We, you know, we look at a lot of evidence around real language usage. And it was 2009, I think, where we have our first recorded use of it. But really, it was this year that it caught on and we saw a real spike in usage. But it started in like, you know, April, May, and, and then really had captured a lot of attention, particularly use among online communities. And, you know, people in their virtual lives were engaging, you know, with the concept and with the term uh, goblin mode throughout the year. It's interesting now when you look at um, how words evolve that, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it would have been something you would have seen in a newspaper. I mean, I was looking back at 2012, uh, the British word that was chosen was omni-shambles, right? Which was a very much a headline word. It was sort of in and around the the, the London, sort of in and around the London Olympics and some of the problems that were there. But now these are, these are words that you may never have even heard spoken, to be honest. You've seen them written dozens of times, but you've never seen them, heard them spoken. That's really interesting. I mean, it's the, it shows the power and the impact that online communities and online, our social media channels, you know, the, the way in which the, the kind of impact they're having on language. There are certain terms or you put a hashtag in front of something and, you know, even I hashtag I stand with and um, and it gets used all the time, but it's not really spoken very often. So it's interesting how words and language is evolving now um, and feeling the impact of um, how we communicate with each other over social media. It was also interesting looking back just at the past few years. I think, um, you know, there are different organizations that put out their words of the year and so many of them for 2020, 2021, it was all pandemic and vaccination. Very and, curious. you know, it was very, it was, yeah, it was very much, uh, there was a trend. There was clearly a pattern. It's interesting. Right. There's been a real divergence this year. Um, mm-hmm. And just where, I mean, Goblin Mode is probably the more, the most interesting of the bunch, I'd have to say. Well, it's definitely it's definitely got a certain kind of lightness to it. And I think that's one of the reasons why maybe it also appeals to people. Um, we've gone through some serious years. And, you know, I think that when you have an option of something like goblin mode as a word, that there's a lot of kind of fun and laughter in that and and people really taking the air out of themselves, um, that that can feel really good. And it can be something that is a balm in a time where, you know, a lot of the headlines are ones that are really difficult to take. I also noticed that that what we define as a word of the year has begun to expand. I mean, I know back was it 2015 that you chose the emoji, right? There was a it was the, yeah, the face with the tears of joy emoji. Yeah. So the our, it, again, it goes back to how much language or communication, I should say, has evolved in the last while. That these are that you've opened it up to words like post truth or or you know emoji yeah. face. Yeah. No, absolutely. That emoji face was one. I mean, if you are a conservative word lover, um, you know, you were not happy with the fact that we chose an emoji rather than a word <laughs> as the word of the year. But but that was part of the fun of it, too. And, and not just fun, but also to highlight, it highlighted how language was changing and how our modes of communicating with each other are shifting. And they are undergoing a real radical change um, in by the ways in which we now digitally communicate with each other. It's having a big impact on our vocabulary. And you know, sometimes the word of the year is a way to highlight some of that shifting, kind of call it out and step back and realize that, you know, the way that which we speak and we think about, you know, I don't know, Shakespeare's language or things like that and how stilted it is. 
we're undergoing another big change in a way that I wonder a couple hundred years from now, if people look at 20th century English and they just think, how stilted, how formal. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to find out. Yeah. And also just looking at how quickly things evolved to looking back, I guess, back to, was it 2005, 2006? Bovard was the British word, the UK word yeah. in 2006. Yeah. Carbon neutral is one we still use a lot. Uh, yeah. Locavore, one you don't hear that much anymore. <laughs> I'm wondering, do you, think, do you think these words will age quicker or at least become obsolete faster than they used to be? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we're definitely um, ephemeral language. We're able to track it now in a way that we never were before. And it moves across wider and wider swaths of people, given how easily it is for easy it is for us to communicate in a digital way with people who are at distance. And so, you know, that's definitely a factor. But some of the words of the year we've picked, you know, they were they were a spike at the moment. They captured a moment, but they didn't last. Other ones, I think of like uh, selfie, for example, and you know that one podcast. You know, podcast was a really early one, and they were those words were just starting to ascend, and it captured that moment. And you know, you think years later, oh, of course, you know, well that makes sense. But you know, but a lot of the words that we chose, they, they didn't really end up going anywhere. They just were a preoccupation of that moment, and that ended up being what the word of the year captured. I still love the word omni shambles. <laughs> I think that's a, a fun one. The, the 2012 UK one. Yeah, well, th yeah. this was a very non goblin <laughs> mode type of time. So thank you so much for taking uh, the oh, many minutes yeah. to explain. A real pleasure. Thank you. Happy to speak with you.